0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblio Escapes and Discussion. Today I've got the great pleasure of being joined by German photographer Freya Najad. I hope I've pronounced that correctly, but good evening, Freya.
1: Good evening. You pronounced that perfectly. That's good. Uh, uh, yes. So
0: mm-hmm. you keeping well?
1: I'm keeping very way thank you so much thank you for inviting me here
0: my pleasure thank you very much for giving me up some of your time so uh, for those of you don't know Freya's work um, she's had several books out one of which is Along the Hackney Canal which is by um, Hoxton Mini Press and that's the one we're here to talk about tonight primarily but we will cover Freya's other work but before we get into talking about the book Freya would be great if you could give us an introduction and a bit of background to your photography.
1: Um, yes, so I actually got to photography quite late. Um, initially, I started to uh, study to be a t- special needs teacher. Okay. Um, and, but I always loved photography. I also was photographing as a child, kind of like quite classical. Yeah. Um, so I really loved it very much. But I think the way I was brought up, I somehow it somehow never really crossed my mind. I could do it professionally because I think I was so brought up like, like i don't know to have a proper job and and so i studied to become a special needs teacher and i finished that and after that i went to san francisco and in order to stay there i had to study something or like take courses yes and i did photography classes there and i really yeah i realized that this is what i really want to do in life um so I got back and I went to London, applied for my, or like I applied for my master's in London um, and I got in, which was kind of like uh, pretty amazing because I didn't have any formal education before. Um, so, and that was it for me. And that was in two, uh, 2009. Um, yeah. And since then I work on personal projects and commissions Um In 2016, I uh, founded with my partner, like, uh, architectural photography studio. So this is what I do commercially a lot, or I was very involved, especially in the last years to do that. Um, But now we kind of restructure that a little bit so that I have also since last year more time to focus on my personal work again, which is great. So to really do both things. Excellent. At the same
0: time, yeah. yeah, it sounds great when you're able to mix, uh, mix both your personal photography and and the commercial work that that pays the bills. Um, we all need to be able to do the personal stuff, which gives us, I suppose, the inspiration. Exactly, to,
1: exactly, to exactly. As
0: well, and they're often very, very separate from each other. So it's it's great that you're managed to find a blend. Um, and yeah. obviously, quite a few years ago, you you published the book along the Hackney Canal, which was through, uh, yeah, Hoxton Mini Press, of which. Of whom I'm a big fan of. I think the yeah. books are wonderful, mm-hmm. really just lovely, kind of like semi-documentary, documentary-style books. I have uh, quite a few of them in my on my bookshelf. It's fair to say, um, and I'm always on the on the lookout for some more ones. So I'm just interested to know from your from your perspective how how did the project come to start?
1: Um, the project started actually really um, by chance. What it actually didn't start as a project um at the time or like i mean now still like i'm so i'm living in hackney or i, I but i moved to hackney let's say yep. and i um started walking by the canals in hackney and i had my camera with me and i just i don't know took some pictures and i don't know i think like one year later like but i was working on different projects at some point i kind of thought actually this could be a project right um and i was walking working on it then more focused um, but then I got sidetracked again with other stuff. And so it was kind of always like in the background and, yep. um, I was also experimenting with different cameras and different like approaches. Like now the project is really purely landscape based yes. at, at the beginning. I was also photographing people and I kind of thought, okay, maybe actually it would be interesting to involve people who lives by the canal or who, who walks by the canal, yep. um, so yeah, it was a lot of experimenting and then probably after five or six years, but as I said, it was not like a focused work. Yes,
0: yeah, started, I, kind of, and started.
1: I, I really thought, okay, this actually is a book and I really want to publish as a book. And I was looking also into self-publishing. I was thinking, okay, who could be interested in that? And I thought, okay, probably also a lot of people who live in Hackney. Yeah. And I, I kind of really saw it like that it could be something. Um, and then I, Thought or like Hox Mini Press at that time, they kind of started really not. They, I don't know. They were around like for a few years, but they were not as big as they are now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I really loved their stuff also, and I thought, okay, actually, I, I would love or I could see it as a book with, with them. To, to do a book with them. Yeah. Um. So I approached Martin, or actually, I met him in a portfolio review. review okay. And cool. yeah, he really liked it, and. He said, That's okay, good. let me show it to my wife. If she agrees, we do the book. And she agreed. So very that good. was great. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's quite interesting how you talk about it. It wasn't something you set out to do. And actually mm-hmm. it was It was a project that kind of came about through through a start-stop of, of exploration of your local area, mm-hmm. which, which I think many of us over the last two years have become <laughs> perfectionists at exploring their local area. So you were kind of Maybe. just very much ahead of the curve.
1: That's true. That's true, yeah. Uh-huh
0: but yeah yeah but no it's it's interesting just to see how it how it begins to develop as you as you go out and you take more shots you take photographs of people but then actually as, as you begin to review the work you decide that the landscape is actually the focal point
1: exactly yeah so that i i think ultimately i i realized actually um that's where i where my interest lied like i think it was like yeah, I think at some point you need to sit down and think, okay, what I'm really interested in. And I felt, okay, to be honest, the most, or the reason why I love this area is because of the landscape and because it's so varied and the vibe of the landscape. Um, so yeah, that really, that, that was where my passion was. Yeah. Um, and I think also at the beginning, I was always photographing in springtime. Because that's sort of like when the time, you know, like you get out and you're like, I let <laughs> me go for a walk and it's spring. Um, yeah. And then, but then when I was more focused on it, I also photographed in, in summer and autumn and winter. Summer, yeah. actually, funnily enough, un- funnily enough less. Um, I think one was like, I found it, like, find it less insp- inspiring. Um, and then um, I was also quite a lot away, actually, in summer. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I think that some of the shots, particularly the winter, with maybe the with the winter mist, the nice mm-hmm. cool mornings, I think they're beautifully atmospheric shots. And mm-hmm. looking through looking through it, it reminds me very much of my walks along the River Clyde over the mm-hmm. last two years, whereby you are you're seeing a very different landscape from open countryside, big trees, through to the harsh buildings that have been like left deserted at the side and. Also, mm-hmm. the, also the the detailed shots with all the rubbish and the, the, the shopping trolley, the, the token shopping trolley that seems to end up in every single canal.
1: <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, no, I mean, I think for me it was also quite important to capture the different facets of, of the canal. Yeah. Like in one, I mean, and also that was the reason why I was very drawn to, to that area. Like that you have very pristine and very beautiful landscape. Um, almost like, yeah, very romantic, and then you go around the corner and you're like, you're in the middle of a rubbish pit. Or So, well, I mean, it's exaggerated, but I mean, yeah. you know, like you have these, these quite contrasty areas. Um, and so for me, it was quite important also to capture some of that grittiness. Um, for instance, when I photographed the scooter, uh, which is in the canal or um, um, what else... Like some rubbish caught in yes. in, yeah. in branches, um, yeah. So so they definitely also to to talk about those aspects.
0: Absolutely, and I think I think everyone can relate to those because I'm sure everyone has their local river, canal, whatever it is that they walk along, and these things are prevalent and evident along everywhere. Everywhere has got the, the shopping basket in the river. Everywhere has got the old carrier bags that are mm-hmm. about twenty years old, crumpled yeah. in, crumpled <laughs> into <laughs> some bush. Um, but it's wonderful. It just, it, it takes you back and it just reminds you of the local area and it lets you see what so many other people probably miss when they're out on a, on a walk along the canal, the things that you, you begin to observe through, through your, your regular walks.
1: Yeah, I think that was really also another thing that uh, motivated me, maybe not so consciously at the beginning, but to kind of um, make people, that people look at things which are usually overseen. Yes. Like to really, um, but also for myself, I think it became like an exercise. Uh, um, that's also why I love so much the project or doing the project because um, I also really slowed down when when I photographed. Like to really, my goal was basically whenever I went out to photograph to come back like with one good picture. Yeah. Um, and so to really also look at things, whatever. Like for instance, if you think of the picture with the reflection. Um, of the water against the bridge you know things i've i've passed that bridge so many times but i would never really noticed that reflection but when you are out and you kind of like start slowing down and kind of really pay attention to all these little details to yeah i think it, it's kind of incredible how how you see beauty all of the sudden um, yeah. yeah and i think one goal of the book was also to 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 make other people see that
0: I, I, absolutely, and I, I think you're you're so correct when you see when you start going out looking specifically to photograph, then you begin looking at it very differently. As the mm-hmm. example, great example you gave of, of the bridge and the reflection. You've probably walked past it hundreds of times before, never really noticed or thought anything about the reflection. But when you're out with your camera looking for just interesting details and interesting compositions, that that's when your eye begins to tune into these wee subtleties that, that everyone else will walk past and think nothing of them.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah No, very true yeah and as i say i think that's why i mean that's one of the reasons i love photographing this project so much because in other projects it was other projects i have done it was much more i don't know bringing across a certain message or exploring i don't know stories of people so it so this was very sort of um meditative for myself which which was like one of the first projects of that kind i did
0: yeah, yeah, because a lot of your other projects have involved a lot of portraits and people, so I suppose there's naturally a very different story there to tell, which comes across evident by the subject matter. Whereas yeah. in in this story, in, in 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 this book and in this project, the the story is very different. There's no people in there, so it's really about you getting the message across that you want to convey through through the work and the subjects that you're you're taking photographs of.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um... Yeah. No. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> and how? And how? How did you find it? Obviously, it's been a project that you were photographing for a long, long time. And at some point, the book became an idea, and you would have obviously be building up a collection of images for that. How? How did you find uh, selecting images that you were keen to see published? And and did you find yourself going out to to take photographs specifically with the book in mind once it once it became a reality?
1: Um. Well, I mean, I always, I mean, I think the way I work on these projects is, is, is sort of similar. Um, I mean, I always have like a folder of like favorite images and then that yes. folder are probably like 200 images. Um, and generally I always like um, lay my projects out out as books. Yep. Um, not necessarily that I think every project will be published as a book, but I, I think it really helps me to to bring a flow into oh. the story and to okay. understand the story at all or like what it is about. Yes. So, yeah. Um, From very early on, like when I started with photography, I always used like, at the beginning, I always used like blurb books. Yes.
0: Um,
1: And as I say, even though I didn't publish those books with blurb, but I just used the program in order to to make a sequence. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: And yeah um when i met martin um in that portfolio review it was still quite drafty actually um so it was not it was not finished as a sequence or and the images were also not like totally properly retouched all of them it was really more to show him okay this is the idea yes. um, what do you think um and as i said he really liked it and then um I think I met him in November and then we said, okay, we publish it in, in spring. So, um, or like, no, it, no, that's not true. It was published in September, but in, until spring I had time to photograph. Okay. So then I had like a few more months actually to, to photograph. Um, yeah. And then obviously I did photograph, uh, with the book in mind, but not so much, I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, in the sense it changed that we really decided, okay, there won't be people in it um also we kind of felt like the the close-ups work really well mm-hmm. so i think in that sense um it did help me to structure it a little bit more when i went out yes. um but ultimately i did photograph the same things you know so it was yeah. not i kind of added to to the collection of pictures i had yeah. um yeah and then um we worked with a book designer like they have a book designer uh, frederica huber she's also german um she works on a lot of their projects, like Mm. not on every, every project, but she works on a lot of their projects. Um, and we got on also very well, but she pretty much, yeah, I don't know. I think she, I gave her a sequence. I gave her also then all my images and then she changed it, but I was roughly quite happy with, with what she did. So, I mean, we did like a few tweaks then, Um, But yeah, it was not really. I think also because I kind of knew from the beginning what I got myself into because I knew like they at the time they just had those, this series of books. Um, I mean, now they have so many different formats and sizes, but it was kind of clear okay, if I want to, if I will do a book with Hux Mini Press, it will be a small size, it will be like in matte paper. Um, So it wouldn't be like this, uh, Mm. I don't know. I, I mean, I knew what I got myself into and, I, and that's what I wanted to do also. Yes. I wanted to do like this, this uh, affordable book what, which is still very was very appealing for me visually or also and also tactile, uh, tactile nice in, tact, <laughs> nice in yeah. a tactile way. Um, so um, So yeah, I guess because all these things were already kind of clear from the beginning, there was not so much conflict. Yeah. Um, and, and the process was was very smooth um and then she also had this idea of like uh, the images are not next to each other next but they're kind of like lower and higher so so to kind of also talk about the uh, a river or like the canal the movement yes and i also felt that it worked quite well that, that was a good idea so yeah, it was it was very smooth yeah. and a very pleasant yeah. experience.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have to say I really like the layouts of of Hulk's, of their books. I mm-hmm. like the format. I really like the paper choice that they have mm-hmm. inside them. A lovely, as you say, it's just a lovely finish, and I think it really suits the images you've got of the images of your work, and particularly the beautiful muted tones in your work. Mm-hmm. There's there's a the real a real softness and calmness to them that mm-hmm. makes me feel and kind of transports me down to. a a sunday morning walk along my local river which i which i which i I think is a wonderful thing because well okay this is hackney canal a lot of times it's like you you can envision and imagine yourself being anywhere that that's Mm -hmm. the thing it's and and it's and i think that's what i think that's what's also wonderful about it is that it's not there's there's enough that leaves your that leaves your mind to think and to, to contemplate the images that you see and it just reminds you of similar sort of scenes that you see in your in your own Mm -hmm. backyard effectively as well Um, and I think yeah I think the design the design is the design has been very well handled as you'd expect from Hawks and Press. they they know what they know what they're doing and and it's a great it's a great selection of images as well that make that make up the book so um, I can only imagine you must be delighted with it and and it must have been a great experience as well to work with to work with uh, Martin and, and the rest of the team there and and, and bring it uh, bring out a beautiful book of your work
1: yeah no i mean it's nice to hear you like it yeah but um yeah definitely it was a very pleasant experience altogether working with with martin and Anne and and the rest of the team it was
0: and, and yeah. i know i know you like as you say you've already mentioned you like sequencing your work even if it's nothing that you're going to to put to press or anything like that which Mm -hmm. I think is a great thing because I think when you look at your work in terms of a sequence you look at it very differently than if you're just looking at one image after a time it begins to I think as you say it helps you bring a narrative to your work and and just think about how images work beside each other
1: yeah I think for me that's quite important because it's not for me necessarily of about to have like 10 super Strong images. I mean, obviously you need to have also strong images in a series, but I think for me, it's also a lot about like creating a mood and how how images play yep. um, onto each other or play with each other. and um, yeah, I, I really like that. I think I, I came to or I noticed that very much when I did um, in in the first book I ever did, which was like, if you're lucky, you get old. Yep. Um, I did in the frame of my master. Um, and that book was actually never published or like I never published this. Yeah, I mean, it was never published. Um, And um, so, and there was like stories of old people um, and about their life. And in that book, I also incorporated uh, landscapes to really create like a mood of, to to kind of underline the mood of the stories I was telling. Um, And that was for me like a moment yeah, kind of like a moment I, I I realized how important it is like to to pair images and to to create like uh, yeah, sequencing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that body of work, which I've had a look through it on your website, I think it's great. And I really like the combination of landscape with with portraits, because I think it kind of like it's like a semi-documentary style of photography that the landscape really can add a lot of context to the person, but equally the person can add a lot of context to the landscape you're Mm -hmm. you're looking at and I think Mm -hmm. I've I've certainly come across quite a few people who have have done that and it's a style of work that I really like. While I don't take photographs of people myself um, and it's not something I've got a massive interest in, I really enjoy (laughs) it in a book because I I think it really adds something to it and it just adds a different element and a different dimension to the work as well
1: yeah no definitely I mean I, I think it really depends on the project as I said yeah. like I really loved that also about the canal project not to have people in it yes um, and I think this is also the reason why it was for me so meditative because photographing people for me always has a stressful element <laughs> and in fact I also went out at the beginning like a few times and I was like right today I will photograph people and I don't know and then halfway through I still just was had taken pictures of landscapes and i was like oh no but i need to still take some pictures of people and um so as i say and then eventually i dropped it and once i had dropped that idea i was like so free i was like wow i just go out today and just take pictures of nature
0: absolutely (laughs) so yeah
1: i think it can be beautiful also for, for the process but of course like to have people in stories it depends really what story you're also telling like, um, yeah, I absolutely. mean, this was for me about the landscapes, um, when I think, for instance, of my other series um, and book, I did Jasorina, um, which I published with Kera, like it was about the mining region in Germany, which is now transformed into Europe's biggest artificial Lake district. Right. Cool. Um, and there, it was for me quite important to also have people in it because I wanted to also show people who live there, people who visit the area, um so yeah it was for me important for that story to capture people as well
0: yeah absolutely as you say it's it's all based on the project if, if it warrants inclusion of people or inclusion of landscape then, then then that then that's what you do because there's a story to tell and, and these things all add to the story mm-hmm. and, I, and as, as publishing books is that something you think you will continue to do in the future either through publishers or self-published
1: um I definitely do love books. I love having photography books by yeah. other photographers or looking at them. Um, yeah, and I think, well, I mean, I guess it really depends on the project. But I yeah. mean, like, for instance, if I think of my series, Strawberries in Winter, in which I photograph landscapes of farming, yeah. um, I don't have such a crave to publish a book um, yes. with that. Because for me, this was very much um i've shown that in quite a lot in in exhibitions and for me that works very much in exhibitions and also in magazines but i have no desire to to do a book from that but other stories um or like other projects i can see much more as books so yes generally i love love the idea of publishing books but i think it needs to also suit the project so it's not for the sake of it
0: absolutely yeah
1: um but yeah, I mean, I'm currently working now on a project um, about the marshes also. So it's very, in oh, yeah. terms of the area, it, it's relatively close to the marshes. Um, and with this uh, project, I I do hope to publish a book eventually because I do see that quite, yeah, I do see that as a book again.
0: So is this a, a long time ongoing project or is it something you um,
1: Yeah, I mean, I think... I, long term, yes, I think I did start working on it. Well, to be honest, when I finished with the Canal series, I never really, I couldn't really stop photographing that area. So <laughs> I kind of started then photographing the marshes more, which yeah. are kind of next to it. Yes. Um, but again, it was sort of like more leisurely yeah. uh, for me. And I also got a dog at the time. So I went with my dog a lot there and I photograph. Um. And then I was got very busy with Naro, with my architecture photography. And then um, actually during the pandemic, I started working on it more focused again. Yep. Um, so now I do feel, um, yeah, it could become something. But yeah, I mean, initially I started in a way long time ago, but I think then since now one and a half years, I work on it now more focused again.
0: Yeah. That's good. Sounds excellent. It's always something to nice to have a project working on in the background as well that you yes. kind of just dip in and out of when you find a bit of time. And um, as you say, with all these things, you, there's bits that you're more focused and you have more time to be able to dedicate to these to these sorts of projects and mm-hmm. others when it uh, times a little bit uh, short and other things get in the way but uh, but yeah it sounds as though it's a, it's a fascinating project that I look forward to seeing to seeing more about it as well but as you say you obviously like photo books from other photographers so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really quite interested to hear maybe some of your favorite photo books uh, that sit on your own bookshelf
1: um so yeah I mean I think one of my favorites is um, grace the mountain sand um, which yeah, I, I I love very much. Um I love very much the size. Yeah. I love very much. I mean I love the photographs to start with, obviously.
0: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But I
1: mean I think this is one of the things if you talk about photo books, um, because it's not just about the photography, it's so much also about the 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 uh product.
0: Absolutely, yeah. The tactile um, element.
1: Exactly. So and I, I really love that um i really love the book how how it feels i love the paper um and also like in between he has like these um, black pages or dark gray pages whichever yes. which work really well um but yeah as i said obviously the photography the combination of portraits and landscapes is great um yeah and um, yeah, so I think that's that's a book I, I, I really love. And it's, it's one of my most special books I, 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 I have or I like. Yep. Um, and then there are other photography books, which maybe are more, um, which have been more influential to me in the sense uh, that at the time they were very important. Yeah. um like for instance alex soth like one of my i don't know like one of my most inspiring or well, yeah. the photographer who inspired me the most um and i really like his book niagara um like for instance um sleeping along the mississippi i do actually like the the project more almost but okay. in terms of books yes i i like niagara much more um mm. Because I really like the text at the end. Like there are like some pages where you have like some notes of him. Yes. Um, and I also like uh, again the size, I like the paper. It's I, I think as a book, this is for me more special.
0: Yeah. Um, a- absolutely. And mm-hmm. I think you make a good point that it it's 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 not the work has to be excellent, and that's what the as I suppose the fundamental, but it's also the tactile element, it's the paper mm-hmm. choices, it's the small details that maybe the sheets of tracing paper and some books in between pages that they, you remind them you remind of you're reminded of these points really very frequently they're the things that you remind just the small the small element something that's just nice to hold in the hand and yeah as you say it's like you can it's, it's strange when you can get the same photographer and they've just got two different experiences that just feel very different
1: mm-hmm, definitely and yeah and I think to be honest also this is something that has changed over time like in the past it was like whatever you like like uh, William Eggleston and you got his book and you loved it yeah and and now it's like okay should I get the book because I don't know the book maybe is not so special um but so I think by now it's like yeah books have to be really something special in order to be at least for me uh, to, to to be appreciated or, yeah. or that I buy them, to be honest, yeah. because otherwise I feel, well, I can look at the work online yeah. um, if, if the book is not so special. Yeah. Um, a, another book I like very much is, um, I'm not sure if you know it, like um, Dolson Anatomy by Lorenzo Vituri. Nope.
0: Don't
1: um, so it's a, it's a very beautiful book um so it's and it's about like Ridley road market which is like a market next right next to where i live okay um and actually i found that book very inspiring although it's very different to my own work but i think because i love so much hackney um where i live in east london um so and it's about this market but it's a very different apo- approach he basically um collects things that are left on the market and creates like sculptures from it
0: oh right bro. Um,
1: and, but he combines it also with like um, other things he, he photographs on the market like market stalls yes. or, or people he sees on the market and then he, there's also like some text in the middle of um, conversations, or conversations he has overheard or like um, descriptions of the market Uh, Um, So it's kind of like a very – so he talks about the market from very – or he uses very different media in in order to describe the market. Yes. Um, And I find it very successful. And then it's also cloth-bound. Lovely. With actually like – like with a cloth like you would find on the market. Um, And if I'm not mistaken – I'm not quite sure now, but I have the feeling that also the books look all different, that they have all sort of a different cloth around it, but I'm not completely sure about that.
0: Who's the publisher of that book?
1: Um, I think actually is it? um, I don't even know. Who's the publisher? Um, I would need to double check that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But no, it looks, it looks a little bit nice day. It. it. looks a really interesting cloth cover as well. Something just very different from your plain from your plain colored cloths. It's, it's quite a beautiful pattern and, and just and print, I suppose, effectively on it.
1: Yeah, no, it's, I think it's very different uh, in many ways. I mean, I think in that sense, also the photography is very different. Um, but then I guess, yeah, with the combination of the cloth cover and also the way it is edited, yeah, it's, it's also a very beautiful pro- uh, object.
0: Yeah, beautiful.
1: Um, and then I also really like uh, We Make the Path um, by Walking yep. uh, by Paul Gaffney. Um, and this book has been also... I don't know. I think now I look at it and I thought like, wow, I I love that so much. I love this book so much. Now I look at it and I don't love it as much as anymore, but I think I I still love it because it was for me so important. And and I found it at the time so inspirational and and special. I don't want to say, no, if (laughs) he ever listens to that, that is not special anymore. (laughs) But of course, like one also moves on in in terms of what one sees and what one experiences. Um, But I mean, I, I, I still appreciate it and love it. But as I say, at the time um, when it came out, I'm not quite sure actually when it came out, um, I'd say maybe 2000, 2013, um, yeah, I, I really fell in love with it. And in fact, I actually I met Paul also um, in, in a portfolio review or in Informat Festival and he um, also won like, I don't know, being best having the best portfolio very when good. I got to know his work. And um, yeah, cool. so I really liked that little book as well.
0: Very good. Beautiful. A great selection of books. There are some very different ones, Some uh, a few names I've heard of already, but it's always really interesting just to see which which uh, photography books or which photographers inspire other people. Mm-hmm. And, it, and as you say, you can maybe be inspired at certain times if you're working on specific projects just by, by someone else's work. Um, mm-hmm. Which I th- which I think is always great, and it just opens your eyes to seeing how other people approach a subject matter or, or or whatever it is they're working on at that time, and it just enhances and, and creates inspiration. I think
1: definitely, yeah. I mean, one book I also want to mention nope. is like uh, it's like Jedi Diary by Oliver Arthur. Right. Um, I'm not sure if you heard about that. So that's nope. um. I also really like that book. Um. In the sense she's talking, she's talking about the lives of um, Saudi women.
0: All right. Ooh,
1: um and she, she apparently went there to teach a photography class to Jeddah. Um, yep. so she got to know like a lot of people there, and then she was kind of fascinated. Um, yeah, like b- between like the, the difference of their private lives and their public lives, also. Yeah. And she started photographing them privately and then publicly. And yes. um, yeah, so that I I very much like I think as a as an object it's I mean it's beautifully printed, um, and what I really like about it is also like there's text incorporated, and I think that's also something, for instance, which works in a book much much better. Yes. Like yeah. um, so, she describes like or she she kind of writes down some of her observations. In some situations, um, so that as a book, it makes very much sense. Makes very much sense. Yeah. Absolutely. While like maybe uh, Dawson Anatomy is for me more like a pretty book. Um, this is maybe less like as an object yes. special. But I mean, I think it makes very much sense to have it as a book because you have the text and you have beautiful print. So I think it already depends why 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 a book is appealing.
0: Yeah, I, I, absolutely. There's so many factors depending on what the subject matter is and, and how and what what content someone wants to put in it, whether it's just pure images or whether it's a combination of text, mm-hmm. essays, short stories or, or whatever it is with the images to, to add a bit more context. And yet that one looks a really interesting book. And I can imagine it must be an, a, quite a fascinating thing to see the differences between private and, pu- private and public. Uh, for 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 that uh, for that subject matter, so I I'll be taking a look at that book myself as well. That's the problem with doing these podcasts is that you end up with a huge big list of books that you really want to go and buy afterwards. That's um,
1: true, and mostly they're sold out. <laughs>
0: that's it. That that's the saving grace. It's actually better if they're sold out because then I don't have to go to the, the trouble of actually of buying them all. It's when it's when they're all available and you've got mm-hmm. to decide which ones to buy but you can only have so many. And even if I don't buy any of the books, it, there's a few new names of photographers and styles of work that I've not come across that allows me to at least explore their work. And mm-hmm. I might not buy current books, but I might buy books from them in the future, or you then discover some of their influences and and, and so on and so forth. And you, you just get more and more exposure to, to different, to different photographers, which for me has been, has been a wonderful experience doing all these podcasts and, and running the project and things like that. So um, so yeah it's all good and you can't beat a good book because they're really, really they're really nice it's such a nice and enjoyable way to enjoy someone's and enjoy someone's work
1: definitely definitely no it's uh, yeah it's it's hard to stop buying books I must say it's it's very difficult like to yeah I don't know to control oneself in that uh-
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, on that note, uh, Frey, I would just like to thank you very much for your time this evening. It's really been a pleasure speaking to you about uh, a long, about the Hackney Canal um, and just really reminiscing and, and the fact that you were ahead of the curve while all of us were <laughs> uh, while all of us were out <laughs> photographing other things. Uh, you just knew that the pandemic was coming, and you got in there nice and early and and did <laughs> and did what we've all been doing. But it's it's a it's a fantastic body of work. I, I really enjoy looking through it and. And thank just, you so uh, much yeah and just and just taking me back to some of my own journeys and, and some of the sites that i see that that you've been you've beautifully captured and, and, and beautiful combinations of all the sequencing as well so thank you very much for your time for you
1: well thank you very much for having me
0: my pleasure thanks mm-hmm.